Start of another week. I think it's like week 700B in quarantine, and it's Monday, 13th. Correct. <laughs> Precisely. AJ and McCall at VFX. You know what figures? Uh, you, get, you get used to routines, right? People are creatures of habit, and so kind of written about a little bit on, on the blog at utahsvfx.com. And so while it's, the days kind of blend together, but you get kind of used to routine, things things don't change a whole lot. And so it doesn't get worse, doesn't get better. And then yesterday, my quarantine found a way to be not really worse. It's not a mm-hmm. problem, just more annoying. Okay. And I bet I bet you can relate. So Probably. took a shower yesterday, nothing out of Good. the unusual. How, how and proud. I know, right? Woo! I can clean myself. Yay! Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Good uh, job. <laughs> I feel like Cole and Dylan Sprouse and Big Daddy. Can't yay. say the line, but yay! Nope. But no, uh, <laughs> took a shower, so no, no big deal. And then went uh, back in the bathroom later and had perfect hair. Hair that I thought was just absolutely perfect. Hmm. But I, of course, had nowhere to go. And I took right. a later in the day shower. And so it was perfect for all of a couple of hours before I went right to bed. And I thought, wow, quarantine, really? Like, I've been complaining about my hair for weeks, talking about how it needs to get cut. And then you right. fall perfect for just a handful of hours before I go to bed. You did it on purpose. See, and I had the, like, complete, almost opposite situation a couple of days ago. Because I spent, like, an hour doing my hair and I curled it all all because I just wanted to take a cool picture. Um, but I curled it and I did like super fun stuff with it. And it was like immediately 30 minutes after I curled my hair, it was flat. <laughs> well, at least in quarantine, you don't worry about it. I mean, you got your cool picture and you're done, right? Sure. I feel like I feel like in all honesty, this yesterday was like legit perfect hair. It's the second time I could think of that I had hair that I was like, wow. And the first time was my junior year of high school, and it was picture day, so that was great. The problem is no one actually can remember it because they didn't get the forms home to my family who were going to order pictures, and so that day is just gone forever. No, There's no picture proof of that day. Gone. Oh, that's unfortunate. It did it on purpose. It did. It did. So get quarantine just got a little bit more annoying. Yeah. Friday's debated eight saw another round of McCall's shower thoughts, which uh, if you haven't figured out by now on VFX, when McCall has uh, this much extra time on her hands, she apparently tries to blow our minds. My brain just tries to like work. It's amazing. (laughs) The big takeaway, and I still think you should have just not told it, should have kept it to yourself, was that uh, something, I'm not going to phrase the same way as you, but I believe something along the lines of no matter what, Every piece of silverware you use at a restaurant has been in thousands of people's mouths. Yeah. Now, again, let us uh, not confuse any of our friends on the food industry. She's not saying that they're dirty. No, just no. Other people fact. have just used them. It's like yeah. you walk on the sidewalk and thousands of other people's shoes have also been in that exact same place. Same seas. So I still think she kept yourself because, you know, like in the age of pandemic, nobody be think about that. Sorry. But. It didn't stop there because then I remembered that once upon a time, Ashley had a collapsible spork. And I'll have you know, she asked me about that when we talked about during the debate at eight on Friday a little bit later and maintains that it was the coolest thing ever and that she is not a dork for having a collapsible spork. Okay. 
That's fine. I disagree. <laughs> Friday, so I'm going to say I disagree. But I made a little video about it because how unusual is BYODSW? Bring your own silverware. Pretty and weird. I, made, I mean, I made not a, weird, just unusual. Unusual. I, I agree. I made a video about it, and other people were like, that's a good idea. I'm going to start looking for those. And I was like, no. what is happening? Nobody thinks that. What? That's strange. It's very strange. I concur with your assessment. Thank you. Like the spoon thing, or the spoon, the straw thing I got, especially sure. now, how nice right, would it be right. to have just your straw with with all the, obviously, things that have been put in place with getting your sodas and whatnot. It actually works at a gas station, but like, you'll be okay. As much as I was giving McCall crap about her final shower thought, who's really concerned about using silver at a restaurant? Nobody. It's clean. You're no. fine. You It'll be okay. It, it gets cleaned. Everything is good. This just makes me think of my dad, who for the longest time, before raspberry vinaigrette was a thing, which is kind of hard to think of now, because vinaigrette seems like it's at every restaurant. Right. But before that was a thing, he would take bottles of that dressing around. I'm like, you are so ridiculous. There are other salads. You can make do with ranch or something else. You will be fine. It's okay. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's like Ed Sheeran carrying around a pocket Hanes. Hanes. Hines. <laughs> Hanes is underwear. I got a, pocket, is- got a pocket full of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Sheeran, you got something you want to tell everybody? Oh, gosh. <sighs> I love that Natasha Bedingfield Ed Sheeran remix. <laughs> Monday means that criminals had all weekend to get together. Back. All right, what are you going to do? Okay, you're going to do that stupid thing. We're going to do this stupid thing. Okay, and break. Done. AJ McCall on VFX. So let us get the three crazy headlines as it's AJ versus McCall yeah. on VFX. Okay, so we got headline number one. Some guy broke into a closed restaurant and ate and drank for days. Honestly, I'm not, not saying anyone should do it. No. But frankly, that's kind of the perfect crime right now because who's going to check? I mean... Okay, not just a little booze either. We're talking 70 bottles of liquor in four days. Sloshed. If I could do a little bit of math, that is like seven, almost 17 bottles. No, it's more than It's like 17 and a half bottles a day. Man, that dude putting away. Holy crap. Story number one. Story number two. Some guy encased himself in concrete at a governor's mansion to protest uh, the prisoners or something. That is uh, mm. that is a choice. Mm-hmm. And then uh, headline number three: a pig leads wow. police o- police officers on a forty five minute pursuit. <laughs> Little wildlife for you. There you go. Three crazy headlines. Re- reoccurring theme in quarantine is animals everywhere. We Friday we had the story of the jaguar that wandered into a hospital. Yep, he had something stuck in his paw. Yep. <laughs> Okay, I can't wait to hear about this concrete guy because I have his head, his whole body. Oh, I have so many questions. Yeah. AJ versus McCall on VFX. That is what the uh, working from home version of Florida Not is. But you could still laugh. You could still guess Utah's VFX, all social media. Three full stories, please, Okey McCall. Okie dokie. We got story number one. Some guy broke into a restaurant that was shut down last week. And, and then he lived there for four days eating and drinking. He got arrested on several charges. Uh, Turns out he had broke in, lived there, drank all of the booze. I mean, 70 bottles of liquor is what he ended up drinking. ton. It says he'd, quote, stolen and drank. So I don't know what that means. But maybe he finagled some out. 
I I have no idea. I just took it with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to go with these ones. And it's he- already open. This was for the road. They're not going to take it back, so you might as well let me have it. Yep. So he's been charged with burglary, larceny, and criminal mischief. And it turns out he had an outstanding warrant for failure to appear as well. So there's story number one. It's it's the perfect crime. Sure. Who's really checking? Sure. Story number two, some guy encased himself in concrete to protest prison so conditions questions. amid the coronavirus outbreak. Now, he put like two PVC pipes horizontally into 55-gallon drums containing concrete. I can only assume that he was like sitting. Now, this is in the middle of the road in front of the governor's mansion. So anyway, he was sitting there. Had his arms in these barrels, and one drum read "Free Prisoners Now," and the other one said "Stop the Massacre." Police ended up using jackhammers and similar equipment to free him. Uh, I bet that's a workout right there. Yeah, I guess that the Man. governor was not in town on Friday. <laughs> that's just funny. So, okay, so then like hit barrels. So like, did he do his lay his arms? His arms. sitting. So his yeah, it arms. Was his arms. Yeah. He had his his arms were locked into the. It's not nearly as exciting. Set up. I don't know. I, I was thinking I, like I really... like mind. I was thinking like Chris Angel mind freak where he like encased right. himself and be like oh, whoa is he gonna survive right. So uh, anyway, he ended up getting a ticket for blocking the roadway, uh, restricting or obstructing access without violence as well. And then uh, story hmm. number three. We got a pig that led officers on a 45-minute pursuit before being captured. (gasps) Oh, man. This thing looks crazy. They got, like, a barrel. The police are wearing, like, masks because, you know, coronavirus. And so the pig's running around. Like, I can only see this screenshot right here of this pig running. And the officer here, I'm going to see if I can show it to you while I'm sitting right here. (laughs) <laughs> the officers are like standing he's there. A barrel. <laughs> he's like holding the barrel, trying to get these this pig inside of the barrel. What, what did what did the pig do? Why was the why was the pig having a, a battle with the law enforcement? I don't know. I don't I don't really know. There's there's no no word as to why. They said they had to get creative and grab the garbage can. They also spelled grabbed wrong. Excuse me. So there you go. Three crazy stories. <laughs> 45 minutes. I tell you what, that's a workout. Uh, police mm. get a workout story two and three. Yep. Uh, okay, so three, I'm sure there's pigs in Florida, but that just sounds like the story. It sounds like a story from somewhere, like middle of nowhere, Indiana. Uh, nah. <laughs> the restaurant one is pretty good, but I don't know that that one's Florida because what, they they were stayed home. They're not. I, don't even, I can't even keep track of the states anymore. Uh, the, the protest... See, that one, mm, I'm going to go with number one, I think. Is it story number one? The eating and drinking one? Yeah. It is not. Dang it. I'm so sorry. Where? Fun fact, that one happened in Connecticut. Meanwhile, up the street, the police were chasing a pig because both of the stories were from Connecticut today. What? <laughs> Connecticut's like never in Florida or <laughs> not. No. That never happens. It's the weirdest, weirdest situation. It's Connecticut or not today. Connecticut was busy. Yeah, clearly. So the protest was Florida then. Yep. Oh. Man, you got to do something more exciting than just sitting with your arms in cement. I don't. <laughs> like, look, okay. 
you're welcome to your free speech, okay? That's the really cool thing about America. Everybody has the ability to speak their mind, and I am right. so grateful for that ability. But I also Thanks, have politician. the right to speak my mind as well. It's true. And I don't know what 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 you're accomplishing. Like, okay, here, protest it. Your your arms are in cement. Now what? Like Well the his okay. first barrel of free prisoners is not exactly the most sound of plans either. Like, uh, yeah, maybe not all of them. No. You know, some maybe. Not, not, not most of them, probably. Like, I understand. Again, I understand having a cause, and I understand protesting your cause, but I don't know that sitting in the middle of the road with cement on your arms is the way to protest it. Like... Way to leave yourself defenseless, too. Right. And then... <laughs> no use of your arms. <laughs> right. And then, like, you, you think about it, you're going to have to pay the hospital bill for taking care of, like, you know, a jackhammer to your hand if they can't get your hand out of the cement. Right? Not to mention, he had to have the itchiest nose possible, because oh, once you yeah. can't scratch your face, yeah. that's when it's the most itchiest. For real. Oh, boy. Okay, so we had another animal appearance in Florida Knot on VFX. Not a bonus Florida Knot because it happened to our very own D. McCall Taylor. But <laughs> she has very loyal doggos who maybe, just maybe, getting a little bit stir-crazy in quarantine. Uh, yeah. Who isn't going a little stir-crazy in this age of self-isolation and quarantine? AJ McCall on VFX. Fair. Good news is the weather's going to be nice this week. And I think for McCall, because you know what they say, that dogs, I think specifically, channel the emotions of their humans. Mm -hmm. I think McCall's dogs are getting a little stir-crazy as well. Yes. So with the best intentions, let me add that. Yeah. So this last week, I worked out, which is great. It's the first time in a very long time that I have. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yes. And when I work out, especially when I was working out this last week, it was because I was mad and I was upset. And so the first thing I turn on usually is rap music. Right. Because it just gets my blood pumping and I just go. And I just turn the music up really, really loud. And then I run on the treadmill or I lift. I ended up doing shoulders was what I was lifting. And anyway, sis has to be by my side. The entire time this last week, because Dustin was out of town. Right. And so Sis has followed me around everywhere, and she she was right next to me. She was here for the morning show every single morning. It's true. I can validate that. Bless her. So anyway, she was downstairs working out with me. Not really, but she was there. and Get some doggy treadmill time. Getting some doggy (laughs) treadmill time. And I was lifting, and it was like... I listen to Eminem. I really enjoy Eminem's brand new album, uh, Music to be Murdered by, with, to, whatever. And I'm <laughs> listening to it, and anytime there is a spoken part from <laughs> Eminem, she goes ballistic. She just starts barking because she doesn't recognize Eminem's voice, right? So we get Tiesel up on the very, very top level. She's sleeping up there. Yogi's on the mid-level because he's scared of the basement, And Sis is downstairs in the basement with me. So Sis starts barking, which then triggers Yogi to start barking, which then triggers Teasel to start barking. So I got three levels of dogs barking, all because they don't recognize Eminem's voice. Maybe maybe Sis was just trying to do the Godzilla challenge. It's just so hard to spit that fast, even as a dog. Probably. Shoot. Like, look. 
<laughs> Bless her, but man. Here you go, McCall. Here's some of our, my favorites, uh, people commenting the things their animals have tried to protect them from. First, some obvious ones. Jesse says the vacuum. The entire time of vacuuming, she stalks it and occasionally latches out and bites it. Yes. Kyle said a mouse. My dog started barking at the mouse while she moved to stand between me and the mouse because just, you know, just in case it attacks. Right, right. Crazy. I get it. And here's some of the more funnier ones. Amanda says my straightener. Oh, Especially if I burn myself, she will let it have it oh, because good. it hurt me. Oh, good. T- Tiffany says, leaves. Amanda That's says, the so- oven tiner. <laughs> and Richard says, uh, I don't know why, but my cat stands guard when I use the bathroom. Oh. So <laughs> uh, another thing that happened this weekend, my um, one of my what are they called smoke alarms started chirping of which course. it shouldn't be because we just barely put them in like less than a year ago so it's it started chirping but it's one that's a chirpless smoke alarm it's supposed to be and so instead it has a lady voice on it and so it, it chirps and it has a lady voice on it so it'll chirp and then it goes low battery <laughs> yogi yeah, that's my less other obnoxious. dog yeah, my other dog, Yogi, he does not like her voice, apparently. <laughs> so anytime she would go, low battery, he'd go, bah, 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 bah. Yogi, I get it. Bless you for protecting me from the lady voice in the basement. But Just like, in case. Anyway, update, <laughs> update. This The the chirping went away, mysteriously. I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, random. Ghost. It's the ghost. Probably. Told you. Prankster ghost. Probably. There you go. So no worries. McCall is protected from Eminem's lyrics. They will not hurt her. Yep. They may be straight fire, sharp like a knife, but I'm not getting stabbed by them or burned, so it's okay. No better news has been delivered in the state of Utah. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Monday means a new battle of terrible parking in the valley. VFX's Park Narks with AJ and McCall. Because you would think, in an age of slightly less traffic, it wouldn't be as bad, but the nominees still keep coming, and they are just as bad as the week before. So, I you know, credit where credit is due, McCall. Nominees are finding some really interesting ways oh, to park incorrectly. Yeah. I, I thought we had seen, I thought we'd seen most of it. Because let's be honest, you, you can you see parking out of the oh, lines yeah. right all Absolutely. the time. It takes some real creativity though to really surprise the AJ and McCall yeah. show. And I think we got you here. Uh, Nominee number one this week, parking. So easy, a kid can do it. Oh, (laughs) wait. (laughs) The juxtaposition of this one is so good. It's one of my favorite pictures I think we've ever had nominated. So it looks like maybe an apartment parking lot, something like that. And all it's so you park up right against the sidewalk, right? And there's one of those kid Jeeps parked perfectly correct. Granted, obviously too small for the lines, but Mm -hmm. perfectly straight. And someone decided that they were going to park there anyway, which may be part of the reason why they parked so incorrectly. But, man, they came in at like a 45-degree angle and called it good. I think they could have nudged in a little bit closer or, I don't know, found a parking spot somewhere else. But it's just so funny to see the kid nail the parking spot and then a real, actual adult, someone who gets to make life decisions. Nope. Not even close. Now, nominee number two, uh, your eyes may trick you. 
Probably not. You're probably a little bit more intelligent than I am because I did not nail this at all, at least at first. Um, We've had, McCall, plenty of people in uh, grocery stores, restaurants, whatever this facility is, park in handicapped spots, not correctly. But it takes a lot of effort, or I guess lack thereof technically, to come in hot, not even get into the spot, take up two of them and be like, (laughs) this is great. This is great. (laughs) (laughs) Nominee number two, this is how we park outside Mm -hmm. the lines. Just, oh, and and McCall, even more perfect in this picture, there's a loose cart. It's sitting right there in the foreground. Put your carts away, people. I, I, I will never, like, the nominee number one, I will tell you this, I, it, I at least get the fact that they, they're crooked a little bit from the Jeep, though it does look like they have enough space, but they at least got into the spot, right? They're not impeding traffic. As far as I can tell, they're not taking mm-hmm. up someone else's spot. Nominee number two is not mm-hmm. all the way in the lines. They're taking up two handicapped spots. How do you get out of I your car like that? I think they're just taking just up don't... one handicapped spot because it's a van parking, but they're just parked in the middle of the driveway. Oh, it lo- okay. But I thought behind the cart it looked like there was another spot that they're backing uh-uh. is out. In the that way one's out. that one's just a striped line. Utah's VFX all social media vote for the parking spot that annoys you most all week. You can rage with us, and the winning narker is going to get that gift card from Apple Spice. And remember, McCall, we are always collecting more nominees so we can battle it out every week. So you see a terrible parking spot, Utah's VFX, all social media, send it in. I think McCall won Easter. Oh? Yeah, I, I for all the Easter egg hunting that people were able to do or lack thereof, I think McCall won. I think she found the Easter Bunny's secret stash this weekend. Yeah, it's a possibility. She's not happy I'm about real, it. I'm you really tell, not. Right? I'm sure there were some kids that really, really, really found a bunch of eggs for Easter weekend last weekend, AJ McCall at VFX. But McCall won Easter this weekend, actually. Yeah. She, she found the stash. I did. So uh, we decided that it was time to mow the lawn, which, you know, tis the season, right? Allergies and all of that jazz. Habits. Yeah. So we have our lawnmower underneath a tarp because we want to keep it safe. It's brand new. It's really nice. Pulled the tarp off and Dustin comes to me and he says, hey, grab that bucket. It's like, do the goats need water? And he's like, no, 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 come here. And so I grab the bucket and I come over to where he's standing and under the lawnmower are eggs on eggs on eggs. I mean, I I was so flabbergasted at the amount of eggs that were underneath my lawnmower. Because, like, <laughs> I think back, and during the wintertime, I mean, our, our chickens don't lay eggs as much during the winter, right? It's cold. Yeah, and so we didn't really think anything of it. We didn't gather really any eggs during the winter because there weren't any to gather. And, mm. you know, every once in a while we'd have a couple, but nothing. There were 55 eggs underneath the tarp of my lawnmower and i'm i'm just like jackpot she found the stash guys because i'm like what what, what am i supposed to do with these because first of all i don't know how long they've been down there i have no idea and second there was a chicken that was laying on some of them and so i don't know if some of them are developed i don't know if some of them are like 
half baby eggs. I don't know how rotten some of them are. Like, so we had to throw them all away because ah. we weren't going to like pick and choose, you know, ah. Oop, let's pop this one up. Oh, can't ever eat eggs ever again. So yeah, that would, that, that I mean, I'm kind of uh, contemplating that right now, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Ugh. I found, we found 55 eggs yesterday. And like, then sis found another little secret stash that, I mean, it had like, it has like three in it from what I can tell at least, but turns out my chickens were laying all winter long and I have, I have total nine chickens. Two of them are roosters. So only seven of them can lay eggs. Right. So that's a lot. That's a lot of eggs for, I, I'm assuming it was basically all winter. Easter Bunny stash got exposed. Good job. I'm, I I knew why you had to throw them out for the most part. And then you started crying. I might take a break from eggs for a little mm-hmm. bit. I might get those. Sorry. The, the, Sorry. Ah. Sorry. Ah. Oh, gosh. Uh, we had a uh, situation come up that's going into the debate of date that uh, I feel like is a lose-lose. Okay. You can't, you can't use it again. Or at least we'll find out with the poll of the day. But then uh, I believe, and we'll have McCall speak to this, you can't get your money's worth back if you decide to return it. One of the most important purchases a person can make, it's a lose-lose if you don't get, to, if you don't get the yes. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to name any names because uh, I think someone's probably already in enough trouble as it is. Mm. AJ and McCall's debated eight on VFX. But here's the situation. Okay. A proposal, an engagement, the happiest time ever, right? Right. Except when someone finds out a little bit later that that ring wasn't bought specifically for them. No. It's bought for an ex, and then things get a whole lot stickier. Yes. Oh. Now, focusing on the front part of the lose-lose situation here, McCall, because I know... You have experience, and I don't have experience, but I have a little bit of a taste when it comes to the backside. If you choose to return it, we'll get to that. Let's just start with the simple concept of proposing to someone with a ring that was bought for someone else. Okay. Thoughts as a girl? Um, (laughs) Don't ever tell them. So ignorance is bliss on this one. Yeah. Because as soon as you bring it up and be like, oh, yeah, so I bought this ring for my ex, and then things didn't work out. And so instead, it's just convenient that you and I are together, and this is working great, because um, I have this ring that I just never returned. Like, that just doesn't, it doesn't come across well. Just say that you got it for them. Okay, perhaps a dumb question. Is there a difference to you between buying a ring for someone else and then maybe plant like proposing getting turned down is that like if you bought the like so if you said i bought it but i never got around to proposing we just didn't get there in the relationship i thought we were going to but things went awry something happened does that make it any no give it more gr- no no, no? still Mm-mm. bad okay. because the intention i get sentimental with little things okay very few okay. things am i sentimental with this okay. is one thing that if it's a ring that you picked out for somebody else, yeah, it doesn't. I I don't think it comes across well. Like if you picked uh, out this ring for an ex, and then you guys just didn't get to like getting married, 
and broke up and mm. then like you didn't propose with it. I I don't know. I'm kind of iffy with it. I, I don't think, again, I think ignorance is bliss more so. I'm not saying you have to return it and you have to buy them a new ring, but like do not tell them that you bought this ring for an ex because if you say, oh yeah, I bought this for my ex, but you know, I figured you would like it. That's not great. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you. I'm on board with the, I, I would think there were at least at least tiny details, if not in a completely different ring for different people, for different right. proposals. There's so different that would make there's different tastes for each person. And, you know, mm. I'm not I'm not at all saying lie to your significant other. If you are in a place where you can purchase a separate ring and you can return the old ring, do that. OK, so it's a lose-lose situation because the first part we covered, it seems like you're kind of darned no matter which way you go when you bought mm-hmm. the ring. Okay, so what if you say, all right, that's a bad idea. What do I do? It seems like there's a lose-lose on that end, and I know McCall can speak to that. Yes. Which we will get to for the debate today. And look at the poll today because I think you might be able to guess which way it went, but the numbers still might surprise you when it comes to proposing with a ring bought for somebody else. Oh, boy. AJ McCall's debate today on VFX, hopefully saving someone from making a mistake. Maybe. Now, uh, I think you can guess which way the Palmer Home Furnishing Poll of the Day is going to go. The situation was, without trying to get someone into too much more trouble, there's a proposal with a ring that was bought for an ex. Ladies, would you accept? Fellas, would you consider doing it? Now, McCall, not surprisingly, the majority was on the absolutely not. Wouldn't accept, wouldn't do it. What gets me, and I think it's further proof that there's never an answer that's going to be accepted 100% apparently, 15% of people said yes. They would do it. They would accept. They would propose with an ex's ring. No. <laughs> I, I, I get being frugal. I understand frugality. I, I understand. But I just don't. If, if you already had a failed relationship with this ring, I don't know that it's a great choice. Now, I think maybe years ago I would have thought differently about this. However, okay. I was once upon a time engaged, right? Right. I have tried to sell my ring before. And I have tried probably three times. And each one of the three times, it has gone forward. And then their relationship has fallen through. And I end up with this ring. It's cursed. Three times. Now, I don't know if it's maybe, maybe it's just coincidence but i don't Three know more than a coincidence i don't mm. I, I i don't know there's there's too many times for it to be coincidence for me well there's there's a saying about that i think it's something along the lines of you don't start love with something from a failed relationship or something like that and it's it's usually in regards to i think it's probably a couple things but the engagement ring's usually the biggest one granted it could be a, a crazy kind of belief but i, I what's the saying once is once is chance, twice coincidence, three times is a pattern. Yes. I think your ring is, I think it's cursed, McCall. Maybe. It's cursed ring. It may be. And that's the other side of this lose-lose. Because obviously the first part is, it, would you do it? And 85% of people said, absolutely not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't propose with a ring that was bought for someone else. I wouldn't accept if a ring was from someone else. Which I think makes sense. I think McCall hit the, the uh, nail on the head. Is that you would think, with prob- one of the top, three biggest decisions of your life there would be some intricate tiny details in the lease that would be specific to the per- person you're proposing to right 
So I don't know if you have an answer to McCall. Maybe there's not an answer out there. What in the heck do you do then? Because if you can't get you can't get good value for your money back, or it's cursed, you can't, and you can't propose with it. It's probably not exactly your cheapest of purchases. Now it's just sitting there. <laughs> what the heck do you do? Don't buy one. <laughs> Never propose Never in one situation. No, right, no, 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 it. no, no, no. I think <laughs> there there are things that you can do with it. Okay, you can sell it on like it, it's it's really good to like sell them on like third parties. And sometimes it where you purchase the ring from. I know where mine was. It was like if you end up purchasing another one within the next year or two years or something along those lines, you can use that value from that ring to turn back around onto another one. And so it it counts as the same value, but you have to purchase like equal value, if that makes sense. So they could do kind of like an exchange, but not really. But it depends on obviously your jeweler who you ended up purchasing it through. But I, I, I don't know. I think that I think that holding on to it and then seeing what your jeweler could do for you is a good thing. But if you try and like for me, I tried to get my money back on it. I just tried to take it back to the jeweler when the jeweler was in business. They're not here anymore. And I tried to go back and turn it back. And it was like, I'll give you $20. That's failed. We're not taking that crap back. Yep. We got to send it to a shaman. They got to bless it again. That's what, that's what I was going to say. There needs to be a business for that to at least remove the curses or something. That, that it would at least take that part off. And then you could maybe do a little little work here or there and get it good as new. But whew, that's a lose-lose. That's kind of terrifying. Doesn't it add? Last, I have one last question then. Okay. Is, is this is the case. How important on a scale of one to ten do you think it is for the average woman then that the ring is there for the proposal? Because then maybe mm-hmm. if that's the case, it's a lose-lose, right? You can't propose with a ring bought for someone else. You can't get your money back for a ring that doesn't work out. So then the somewhat logical and safer thing to do would be to not buy it right away to make sure this is going to work out. Even still, there's question marks. So on the scale of 1 to 10, how important is it to the average woman that the ring is there at the proposal? Usually it's pretty important. That's what I figured. But, I mean, it's all obviously case by case. My mom had a friend when I was a kid that used to make origami out of dollars. What if I just had one of those? I'd be like, this is just Just a stand-in. Just get a ring pop. Call it good. (laughs) Just a stand-in to make sure things are good so I don't buy something I'm stuck. All right? All right, cool. (laughs) AJ McCall on VFX tomorrow's Feel Good Tuesday, which is why just in time for that, though, not limited to just Tuesday on VFX, we are going to be starting something new, and we need your help. Yes, we do. Our plan is to bring a little bit of positivity to social media because, obviously, we've all been on social media in the past weeks. We know it's, like, overbearing Basically, with all of the negativity and all of the Tiger King memes, like, don't get me wrong, I like Tiger King as much as the next person. Woohoo, got it. Okay, great. Carol Baskin, we get it. But, like, killed her husband, husband whacked him. Anyway, <laughs> we want to spread the positivity across social media. And so, we're starting AJ and McCall's Hero Roll Call. So, we want to hear about your heroes. Who is your hero? Whether it's whether it's a teacher, whether it's a nurse, whether it's somebody who's driving truck right now, a farmer, whoever it may be. Maybe it's your mom. We want to hear about it. All you got to do is hashtag it, Hero Roll Call, and post it across social media, and we'll just highlight them. Yeah, and, and let us uh, start, as we get this started, by shouting out everyone 
that contributed to the uh, food bank drive that went on. Uh, they were taking donations via Venmo all last week. They had drive-through hours uh, Saturday, mm-hmm. and it was a huge, huge response. Literally tons of food. I mean, we're talking $80,000 is what was raised over the weekend yeah. for the food pantry, yeah. which is like... I can't even express the amount of love that like resonates right now because of that. That's incredible. Bravo to everyone who made that possible. McCall is not wrong, by the way. A lot of social media has been a lot of Tiger King memes. And McCall, you will not believe this, but the statistics back up just how much people are posting about that. Really? As McCall said, if you've been on social media, like... 70% of it has been Tiger King memes, right? Yes. AJ and McCall at VFX. Well, the stats back that up. Now, McCall, I'm going to give you a chance here. Now, remember, you will not be able to guess a number high enough. The numbers have come out from March 23rd through the 29th when Tiger King came out. Okay. The number of minutes that Americans, Americans watched Tiger King that week. What's your guess? The week that it came out? I believe you have March 23rd through the 29th. 200 million. I don't know. 5 billion. Oh. Billion. My goodness. That's a lot. Wow. 5.3 billion to be specific. Holy cow. That's a ton. (gasps) See, I have watched like maybe 20 minutes of the first episode, but. I've seen none of it. See, and I just know how it plays out. Like, I know what happens. From what I've been told, McCall, you still can't expect. I actually have another friend who's refused to watch it, which apparently makes the three of us like one of maybe like six people apparently in the country that has not watched this show. Strange. 5.3. It's on my to-do list, but you know, for that, that for Netflix to be on my to-do, it's basically like being in purgatory. Right. You're not in heaven. You're not in hell. You're just sitting there waiting. We're going to get to you. We're going to get to you. You got a number. Just never make it. 5.3 billion. That's a lot of minutes. Jeez. Okay, I'm going to get to it at some point. Though, I, come on, who can refuse, who can deny the remix to the Meg the, the Stallion song with the Carol Bass? It's so good. It's, so it's already good. stuck in McCall's head. Carol I sang Bassett. it last break. Killed her husband, whacked him. How, how can you refuse that? It's just so Tell gosh darn catchy. It didn't happen. Oh. Do you think you'll eventually watch the whole series? No. I got other I stuff to watch. So. I just started a brand <laughs> new series, and it's good. But is, is it? I mean, Tiger King McCall, come on. Yeah. Respect the EMS bomber jacket no, trip, Karen. No, I will not. <laughs> AJ McCall at VFX. VFX's Facebook roulette with AJ and McCall. Now, make sure you find us on social media, because the way it works is we pick the funniest, the, the best thing we've seen to share a positive emotion as we bounce for the day, AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, across all platforms. But we are uh, going, are asking for a little bit more help finding that. So today's Facebook roulette is something that we're going to start tomorrow, and that is what, McCall? We're starting this thing called AJ and McCall's Hero Roll Call. Now, we've got the post up on our Facebook page right now. It's going to be going up on our Instagram and Twitter here shortly. We want to know who your hero is right now and why. Because we just are trying to spread a little bit of positivity. You know, we want to give them a little highlight, give them a little shout out. Um, Just because we, we may as well. I mean, it's it, it's an interesting time right now. So do your part. Let us know who should be shout out. It could be anyone. And 
we'll put some shine on them. Yeah. Make sure you find VFX across all social media, of course, as well. Utah's VFX. You can like, follow. That's how you get entered in for those Serenoni blankets we give away. Uh, we do give away. There might be another one once we get out of quarantine. Mm. Just saying. And, of course, vote for Park Narcs. Yes. Monday means another round of that. We've got two nominees also on our social media. The winning narker is going to get an Apple Spice gift card. Mm-hmm. Big shout out before we call it a day once again to everyone that contributed. There was a huge response to Cash Valley Food, uh, food Bank's food drive. They got a bunch of money. They got actually tons and tons of food. Mm-hmm. Bravo, Cash Valley. It was, you did good. It's incredible. You can see that full, like the pictures and everything. They're all at CashValleyDaily.com. It's incredible. So until tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.